Olentangy. This is Krista Davis, Olentangy's Chief Communications Officer, and I am pleased to be joined by Dr. Alicia Barents, our Assistant Director of Student Wellbeing, and Dr. Katie Branson, our Student Wellbeing Supervisor. Welcome to you both. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us here today, Krista. We both really enjoy the uh, Hello Olentangy podcast. It's such a great way for us to showcase all the wonderful work we're doing here at the district and all of our talented staff. So thank you for having us in. Of course, of course. The student well-being team is part of our data and continuous improvement department, which also includes our equity and inclusion team and data and assessment. Would you both introduce yourself and share with us a little about your role in Olentangy? Yes, I'm Alicia Behrens and I joined Olentangy in 2016 to form the student well-being team. In the district strategic plan, one of the goals is to remove non-academic barriers to learning, which is the purpose of our work. The emphasis on mental health and creating a sense of belonging for students continues to grow due to the overall decline in students' mental health seen nationwide, which has been exasperated by the pandemic. Schools must support students' mental health in order to educate them, and school districts across the nation continue to add more robust services. Here at Olentangy, we had Dr. Katie Branson join our team to fuel this work. Hello, I'm Katie Branson. I started my career um, with Columbus City Schools. I was originally a classroom teacher, um, social studies teacher for middle and high school, uh, later transitioned into administration as a dean of students. Um, I also worked for The Ohio State University uh, teaching professional learning there to their staff, so future teachers. And then I was privileged enough to be able to come here um, in 2018 to Olentangy. Um, where most of my work focuses on tier one uh, prevention efforts. Great, thank you both. Dr. Branson, you led to my next question. Can you please share with us how the student well-being work is structured and what are the levels of support for students? Sure, that's a great question, Krista. Um, here at Olentangy, we use a three-tier model. So um, my work for, focuses on tier one. And so for folks who are not familiar with those different tiers, uh, tier one is that macro approach to student support. So that's support to all students across the district um, in which we use different curriculums, different programming, um, really as a whole child education framework for our students. Um, this tier one approach and whole child education really focuses on prevention and truly incorporates our portrait of a learner. Um, those different dispositions of being purposeful and resilient, curious and kind. And we use those dispositions along with our programming to really develop well-rounded students. Um, we have all kind of learning opportunities that take place throughout Olentangy schools, again, at that tier one level uh, for all students. And um, those programs are supported through all of our staff, including our teachers and school counselors. Um, additionally, we partner at home with our families. Uh, we launched Parent Academy last year, which is our um, continued partnership with our parents to help educate and support them and their needs. Um, but we also work with community members um, and different organizations to provide learning opportunities uh, for our parents and our staff and really our students as well. 
If a building administrator or school counselor are alerted of a student that may need more assistance, we move to the second tier of support where a student would meet with a school counselor or social worker. If more intense supports are needed, we have the ability to provide either school-based or school-linked resources. So if a family is seeking more support, where do they start? Start with your school counselor, as they are the point of entry for anyone with concerns. They will assess the needs of the student and the situation. Some examples include financial help, transportation issues, a family with a military deployment, or cultural barriers. These non-academic barriers may impede a student in the learning environment, and our role is to help address the concerns. Thank you for clarifying. That makes a lot of sense and is good information for parents. Dr. Behrens mentioned earlier that school districts nationwide are adding more student well-being services. Can either of you share what schools, and specifically Olentangy, are doing to address the issue of teen suicide? Yes, Olentangy has implemented um, different prevention efforts uh, specifically um, in addressing suicide. Um, we have implemented these interventions and prevention programs at a tier one level again, so all students are receiving these services and supports. Uh, so for example, a specific program that we use here um, and implement at Olentangy would be our Signs of Suicide program in our middle and high schools. Um, Recently, we've also added and partnered with the uh, Delaware Helpline to offer sessions for our parents um, about ways to recognize signs of suicide and what to do to support their students um, who might be um, having some mental health challenges. Um, we also uh, focus a lot on our mitigating um, and insulating factors. And what I mean by that is our, we really focus on ways to help support students. So for example, um, helping them build relationships with staff, instilling a sense of belonging for all students. Uh, those are all protective factors that help our students build uh, resilience um, if they are faced with some mental health challenges specifically um, that might lead to suicidal or suicide ideations. Um, but we also look at any challenge, any non-academic barrier, um, not always just suicide, but it can be any high-risk behavior, um, such as drug or alcohol use or abuse. And we know that these insulating factors, these mitigating factors of um, really helping students build a personal toolkit um, through our portrait of a learner disposition. So resilience, things like self-regulation, uh, coping with and solving problems. So those all create uh, really resources and toolkits and strategies for students to use um, whatever the situation may be that can really help them move forward. And that toolkit stays with them beyond Olentangy schools and will be invaluable as they go on to post-secondary life with jobs, college, and living on their own. Being the fourth largest school district in the state with over 22,000 students, it is inevitable that there may be a traumatic event during a school year that may require response from your team to support students during a difficult time. Can you walk us through what that looks like and how your team takes action in our district? 
Sure. Just like we, um, you know, use a prevention model for staff, we do prevention work with our, excuse me, with our students. We do the same type of work with our staff. So administrators, counselors, uh, social workers, mental health staff, uh, just like you would prepare for a fire drill or a tornado drill. Uh, we take the time to learn, to train, um, to really prepare ourselves in the case of any kind of traumatic event so that we know what resources are available and that we are able to then focus on supporting our students and our families. And, you know, we are not able to predict every situation, but have a cohesive team that is ready and prepared um, to offer supports in any way we need to um, when those situations occur. Dr. Branson is correct. That all ties into our proactive prevention work. When we are informed of a traumatic event, we evaluate the situation. It can be anything from the death of a student's parent, a bus accident with students on board, to an incident that affects multiple buildings. Our team comes together to determine what levels of support are needed for that incident and creates a plan informed by the number of students that are affected by the situation. That plan incorporates the communications department and the safety, security, and preparedness team and details how many mental health staff will be on site, the communication that is sent, having staff available for classroom coverage, and how the district shares the news with our Olentangy community. Sometimes we are asked why we can't share details about a traumatic event. Can you explain for our listeners how we determine what is communicated by the district? When it comes to a very traumatic event, like the death of a staff member or student, we contact the family to have their consent and determine what information they would like shared or to be kept private. And we are always very respectful of the family's wishes. I'm glad to know all your team does to support our students and staff during traumatic events. Yeah, it really is uh, truly the combined effort of staff, teachers, administration, um, this idea of one Olentangy that is just invaluable to our students. Thank you both for being here and to our listeners for tuning in to learn more about the work of our student well-being team. We'll be back next month with a new episode of Hello Olentangy with members of our pupil services department. So until we say hello again, goodbye Olentangy. Mm -hmm.